It's Ember Wednesday in the first week of Lent and the Feast of St. Matthew. Welcome to today's Lentcast. This is Father John Zulsdorf. Today's Roman station is Santa Maria Maggiore, St. Mary Major. It's one of the four major papal basilicas. According to pious legend, in August of 352, a Roman aristocrat dreamt that the Blessed Virgin Mary wanted him to build a church on a site that she would reveal to him. On the 5th of August, there was a miraculous snowfall, miraculous given how hot it is in Rome during August. The snow fell on the Esquiline Hill, and that is where they built the beautiful basilica dedicated to the Mother of God. Each year on the 5th of August, white rose petals are dropped through the magnificent gold-coffered ceiling of the basilica to commemorate the miraculous snowfall. In 431, just after the Council of Ephesus declared Mary the Mother of God, Pope Sixtus III constructed the present basilica and had his deacon Leo design and execute the mosaics of the interior's triumphal arch. That deacon would soon after become Pope Leo the Great, and you can hear in his preaching the themes of the mosaics. Although this year is the Feast of St. Matthew, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday of this week are Ember Days. There are four sets of Ember Days in the traditional calendar. These days are of special penance and prayer. They fall roughly at the change of the seasons of the year. The Roman practice of the Ember Days could be rooted in pagan customs, but by the 3rd century they had been thoroughly baptized with Christian meanings. The Ember Days parallel also the Jewish Feast of Tabernacles and the Day of Atonement. The traditional calendar keeps us more closely connected to the rhythm of our planet's year and the changes of the seasons, and therefore it gives us a stronger sense of sacred time and the swift passing of our own fleeting days. Although today is celebrated as the Feast of St. Matthew, in the Mass formulary for Ember Wednesday, the communion antiphon is taken from Psalm 5. Let's hear Pius Parsh in his The Church's Year of Grace. Psalm 5, A Prayer on the Way to Mass We know nothing about the author of this psalm. It will be easier to appreciate the prayer if we imagine it coming from the lips of a priest or Levite on his way to the temple early in the morning for sacrifice and prayer. Without difficulty, this setting can be applied to Christian life, and we could then entitle the psalm, A Prayer on the Way to Mass. The composition has many points to qualify it as appropriate at the beginning of the day. Relative to content, it is divided into five stanzas, which are quite similar in external form. Hearken to my words, O Lord, attend to my singing. Heed my call for help, my King and my God. To you I pray, O Lord, at dawn you hear my voice. At dawn I bring my plea expectantly before you. For you, O God, delight not in wickedness. No evil now remains with you. The arrogant may not stand in your sight. You hate all evildoers. You destroy all who speak falsehood. The bloodthirsty and the deceitful the Lord abhors.
But I, because of your abundant kindness, will enter your house. I will worship at your holy temple in fear of you, O Lord. Because of my enemies, guide me in your justice. Make straight your way before me. For in their mouth there is no sincerity. Their mouth teems with treacheries. Their throat is an open grave. They flatter with their tongue. Punish them, O God. Let them fall by their own devices. For their many sins cast them out, because they have rebelled against you. But let all who take refuge in you be glad and exult forever. Protect them, that you may be the joy of those who love your name. For you, O Lord, bless the just man. You surround him with the shield of your goodwill. <laughs> 